Laura Kemp likes to go all in in whatever she does, and pickleball for her has been no different. So when she tore her ACL and was recuperating, she played in a wheelchair. And then just last year, she retired from her job of teaching science. So now she has become the pickleball manager for Chicken and Pickle at the location in Grand Prairie, Texas. Laura's got a great story. So let's get to the intro to hear more. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Laura Kemp. How are you doing today, Laura? I'm doing good. Doing real good. Got to play some pickleball this morning. Every day that starts with pickleball is a great day. Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree. And just to let the audience know, you are a uh, pickleball form for women member and uh, you had kind of signed up to mentor and you had a really interesting, I think, story to tell. So we'll, we'll get into that, but let's go ahead and, and get started with how you started playing uh, pickleball, how you heard about it and uh, how long ago that was. Sounds good. So two years ago, my husband and I actually lost 40 pounds. So I lost 40 pounds. He lost 44 pounds. And from that, we just found ourselves with a ton of energy. Coincidentally, we went on vacation to the U.S. Virgin Islands, and they had pickleball courts. And so we started playing pickleball there. We thought we were going to get a lesson and get some guidance as to how to the first month. We didn't even know the rules. We didn't know about the whole two-bounce rule. So we were not following that. We were volleying from the kitchen. It was it was a mess. And then so with just having lost weight, we had all this energy and we could play pickleball, whereas previously we were really just kind of surviving. We were we both had full time jobs and we didn't really have much energy to keep up with our kids. And so fast forward. Right. We've been playing pickleball now for almost two years. I was actually playing pickleball in a wheelchair for six months. I had knee surgery in November. And so I was determined that I was going to keep playing pickleball. And I got a hold of a wheelchair. And my husband and I actually just played in the US Open. I played doubles with Rick Marion. And together him and I earned gold. And then my husband and I earned silver playing hybrid, meaning he was on his feet and I was in the chair. So that's kind of the summary of how we got started in pickleball and where we're at today. I'm back on my feet and I'm working for Chicken and Pickle. I'll be their pickleball manager in Grand Prairie, Texas, just in the Dallas area there. All right. Well, that is a great introduction. And you just really gave me so many things to uh, ask questions about just in that uh, little short intro. So, you know, tell me, actually, let's start with where you started, you know, kind of two years ago, you said you and your husband both lost over 40 pounds. Now, it sounds like you kind of did that separately, you know, prior to pickleball. Is that right? We did. We did. We we found this program, this health program. And at first I thought it was a diet. And then I came to realize and believe that it's a health program that we follow. And we're both health coaches for the program. My husband's doing that full time. And that's what enabled us to move from Michigan to Texas. He was in program management for 30 years in the automotive industry, and he really wasn't fulfilled in the automotive industry. So he went full-time as a health coach, and I'm a health coach as well, and I just retired from teaching seventh grade science. 
So I found this opportunity with Chicken and Pickle and I interviewed with them. And they said, do you want to work in Kansas City or Texas? And we chose Texas. So that that's where we are. Well, choosing Texas is a great choice because as I probably mentioned on the podcast quite a few times, that's where I spent about 25 plus years and just moved to Connecticut just over three years ago. But, you know, in, in terms of chicken and pickle, why don't you tell people a little bit about what that is? I know what it is, but I know a lot of people sure. might not. So just, you know, give a kind of overview of that. I will tell you that chicken and pickle is this amazing experience. I talk about it as if you're going to somebody's backyard and they have all these different yard games and of course, pickleball, amazing food. And what really drew me to this company is their heart. Their hashtag or their phrase is our hearts are local, but they, they really live that out, meaning they partner with different community members or organizations to do some fundraising and they give back to the community. We just had our community give back day on September 7th. Every location was closed and the employees went out and did some work. For example, I got to go to Morgan's Wonderland and we were helping out there. We were at a food bank, just different organizations to, to bring people together and, and to give back. And that's the differentiating factor with chicken and pickle. They treat their employees amazing. I worked for many different restaurants in my 20s and 30s, and I haven't seen anything like chicken and pickle. We were playing this morning and one of the ladies I was playing with, she said, you know, I have seen uh, chicken and pickle in Wichita change people's lives, you know, bringing people in and socializing and exercising. And it's, it's really a win the day for them to be at chicken and pickle. Now, tell me at this point, how many locations does chicken and pickle have kind of where are they located and are the courts indoors, outdoors, and how many do they typically have? That's the original one was in Kansas City. There's San Antonio, Oklahoma, Overland Park, Grand Prairie is due to open. I've heard a rumor that there may be one coming to Grapevine, which is the city we chose to live in. They follow this path along a certain highway. And forgive me, I don't know the name, but that it seems to follow that. Everyone back in Michigan, where I'm from, they would love to have a chicken and pickle in the area. Yeah. And, you know, that's interesting because if if the rumors hold true and they do put one in, in Grapevine, that's actually not too far from Grand Prairie. I actually used to live close to Grapevine. And uh, yeah, that would that would be awesome. I mean, one of the things that's interesting and I don't not sure how long you've been in in the Grapevine area is that in talking with some people like when I left Texas, I had never even heard of pickleball. You know, I didn't mm. hear about it until I moved to Connecticut. And I think that's because you have so many snowbirds here. They go down to Florida. And then, of course, you know, pickleball is huge there. But, uh, you know, kind of what's your feeling so far about pickleball in, you know, the Dallas-Fort Worth area? And, uh, you know, is, is how popular is it now? From what I've gathered, it seems to be very popular. There's an app that I use, Places to Play. And everywhere I travel to, I look for different courts and different gatherings. There's multiple Facebook groups in which people are connecting with each other. And it seems to be just exploding both in the Dallas area and Wichita, San Antonio as well. I mean, everywhere I go, it just seems to be an exploding sport. I, I think 
part of that is because it seems that you can learn pickleball within an hour. Uh, you might not be the best player, but you can learn it within an hour and you're not chasing the ball down as you do it. And even if you're not so coordinated, you know, you, that you can have fun with it and just hitting the ball back. I get to play with my kids, my husband, friends, and just, I love sharing the game with people. Right. And and, and that's great. And And so with the setup at Chicken and Pickle, how many courts do they typically have and are they indoor or outdoor? So um, at the Wichita location and San Antonio location, they have six courts indoors and four courts outdoors. And then the San Antonio location has air conditioning, which is fantastic in the in the heat of Texas. The Wichita location does not have air conditioning, but they have these giant fans ceiling fans, and then they open up the garage doors. So you get a breeze going through. So it seems to be something that you can play year long, whether it's the harsh winters or the hot summers. Right. And then what's the setup? Is it, you know, do they run any leagues or is it just drop in or just, you know, play with your family or how does that part work? All of the above. So they do have uh, senior play and open play where you can just drop in and, and get some play in. They also host competitive leagues for beginners and advanced. They even have one called a super competitive men's night coming this weekend. You can get lessons. They have beginner clinics for that are free for people that are just trying to learn the game. You can rent a court with your family or friends. And then my role uh, is to make sure that people understand the game and you know know the rules or they can just go out and, and hit it and have fun with it. And so go ahead and talk a little bit more in depth about what your role is, because one of the things, you know, we were talking about, I think a little bit earlier was you've, you've been like going around to some of the different chicken and pickle locations, but then I know you have a very specific role probably at the Grand Prairie, Texas location. Sure. I will be the pickleball manager for the Grand Prairie location. So chicken and pickle has going to San Wichita and can learn from this location as well as the you know company policies for for chicken and pickle. So my role will be to facilitate play, to organize those leagues, as well as manage the they call them pickleballers. They have pickleballers that are employed to help out other guests come in and even jump in on the court if they need someone to help. Play. We check the guests in and then walk them out to their court, make sure they you know have an understanding of what to do. And then my role will also be the activities manager. So in addition to pickleball, Chicken and Pickle offers yard games to include cornhole, shuffleboard, bocce ball, giant battleship, connect four. And so it's really just about fun. That that seems to be my role is managing at Chicken and Pickle. You know, now I'm really kind of regretting leaving the Dallas Fort Worth area. <laughs> no, but actually, I, you know, I who knows when I would have heard about pickleball there. But you know, it sounds like with what chicken chicken and pickles done that I I definitely would have. So, you know, let me go ahead then too, and you know, ask you about. I think you said you retired from being a science teacher, and yes, ma'am. You know, I would imagine you probably love teaching the kids. I mean, did you retire to? to take an opportunity here in pickleball? So I did love teaching um, science. I taught seventh grade science and my hashtag with them was science is fun. So I tried to make every activity we had, every lesson we had as much fun as possible. 
And what makes me say that is I didn't really have the best going through school in science. It was all about memorizing facts. And so thankfully, I had the opportunity to make it engaging, make it hands-on. And so this past year, I was eligible to retire with a full pension, full retirement benefits. And I, I'll tell you, I, I struggled last year teaching online through Zoom and trying to teach, we called it hybrid, meaning I had kids in seat and kids online. It was, I mean, I, I did the best I could and it wasn't my, wasn't the best experience as I'm sure, you know, many students would share that last year was not the best. And so for me, I never thought I'd retire from teaching science, but I was eligible. And so I took a risk and I would say that I was open-minded and, and willing to try something new. So I retired from science and now I get to teach pickleball. And my hope is to grow a junior program. Chicken and Pickle has partnered with the APP to host the Next Gen series. And so throughout the next coming two years, at Chicken and Pickle, they'll be hosting a tournament for 16 to 23-year-olds. And so I'm hopeful to become part of that. So I, it's not that I gave up teaching. I just gave up teaching. a transition for me. I'm a PPR certified uh, coach as well as a level one referee. So I'm hopeful to grow my knowledge of the game and teaching and just keep going from there. It's great to hear then that Chicken and Pickle kind of partnered with the APP. I know Ken Herman's a great, great guy. And any thoughts on or do you know about, you know, when that tournament is scheduled or how that's all going to work for the 16 to 23 year olds? So first member at the San Antonio location. And I do know that the intent is to have kind of a mentoring program developed, whereas the Junior players get to partner with some of the professional players, not, not in play, but in the camaraderie and help to grow the sport by connecting with them. Beyond that, I don't know too much more about it, but I know it's an opportunity for our juniors to really get into playing pickleball. And just to reiterate, because you cut out there for a second, you said the first one's going to be in November in San Antonio. Is that right? Yes, yes. And then in 2022, I do know they will be coming to my location in Grand Prairie. All right. Well, that that's exciting. And, you know, at this point, 16 to 23, you know, are they any any thoughts about do they have plans for, you know, some of the younger kids below 16? I don't know as far as the next gen series, but my hope is to get more uh, young kids playing. I'd like to create, a, say, an after-school program where we can get some of our younger kids in playing through some clinics and skills and drill sessions. And I know that Chicken and Pickle is open to that. They currently don't have the youth programming. And, and that's what I found in Michigan as well. You know, we, we didn't really focus on the youth. And that's my forte is working with especially middle school kids. So I'm hopeful to get that developed. It does sound like such a great fit for you with your background as a seventh grade science teacher, right? Yes, ma'am. It's 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 like it was meant to be. I have some friends that are really helping me see that this path was perhaps chosen, and I'm just open to every experience I can with this. 
All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and circle back to the beginning once again, where you kind of did your intro about how you got into the game. You mentioned that you were in a wheelchair for a while, but you ended up playing pickleball. You know, tell me about a little bit about, you know, what happened with your knee and then how you decided to continue playing in a wheelchair. Sure. So 20 years ago, I was playing tennis and I was an avid skier. I was actually a ski instructor and I used to teach tennis and coach tennis. And so I tore my ACL, anterior cruciate ligament. And apparently those just wear out is what my surgeon said. So uh, this past November, I had ACL reconstruction and I had a torn meniscus. And I knew that I uh, wasn't going to make it through the school year without playing some pickleball. Pickleball really became myself. And so I was determined that I was going to play in a wheelchair. And I reached out to Greg Grant Basketball in Michigan there, as well as the DMC, the Detroit Medical Center. And so I was able to borrow two two wheelchairs. And coincidentally, I had a friend that had foot surgery at the time, and she wasn't going to be able to play pickleball. So she got in the chair, I got in the chair, and we started going to one of the pickleball courts. And we were able to play with each other and against some of our friends. And a friend of mine had said to me, well, how are you going to hit the ball and roll the wheels? And I said, well, I don't know how I'm going to teach students online and in person, but I'm going to figure it out. And I did end up figuring it out. And it was the best thing for me because it kept me on the court. It had me look with something to look forward to. I actually have had um, multiple spinal surgeries, two cervical and two lumbar. And after those surgeries, I, I wasn't really excited to get back to anything. And the difference here with being able to get back to pickleball really pushed me uh, to do the physical therapy, to, to stay active in playing wheelchair pickleball, and it kept a positive attitude for me. So I'm on a mission to get more people playing in a wheelchair. You know, even if, if it's not that you are always using a wheelchair, I have some friends that you know, have some mobility issues. They can't move side to side. I've connected with a friend, Jamie Elliott. She had cancer in her spine and she's playing in a wheelchair. I partnered with Michael O'Leary. He partnered with Pickleball Rocks to with a campaign called Let's Roll so that we can get more wheelchairs into, I guess, the hands of people that, that can benefit from a sports wheelchair. So that's my mission when I get to Graham Chicken and Pickle is to get a couple of chairs on site so that we can get some people, wounded warriors or whoever needs it. You know, as I said, anybody can learn pickleball within an hour. It might, might not be the best, but you can be playing pickleball. Now, as a person who ended up, you know, due to injury, you know, playing pickleball in a wheelchair, what, what was different? I mean, cause you're, you're used to, you know, being on your feet. Sure. So what was different? First of all, you get two bounces. Ironically, I had a few people that, that challenged that, you know, and so my, my natural question was, so I get two bounces. I wanted them to make, be aware that I get two bounces in the chair. And when I went to chicken and pickle for my interview, I ended up asking Dave Johnson, is it okay if I get two bounces? And he, he kind of laughed. And I said, well, do you need two bounces? You know, not knowing that I was talking to the owner of chicken and pickle. So there, so there's that you get the two bounces in the chair. And then I found myself, I couldn't run down the ball as I was used to on my feet. So I really had to be strategic as to where I ended up on court with the chair. 
And I would say that my dink shots became a little bit better and I was more strategic. So I I feel like it developed my game in different ways, being in the chair instead of on my feet. Now, I will say getting back to on my feet took a little bit of adjustment as well in playing with my uh, partner, Kelly Klebeck, and then my partner, my husband, Mark Kemp. We had a little period of time where we didn't know how to play with each other anymore because it because our, both of their games exploded while I was in, in the chair. So now I have some catching up to do with them. And then you mentioned your U.S. Open experience where you got a gold and, and silver. And so it sounds like you played, you had a wheelchair partner, and then you also played with your husband in the hybrid event, right? Yes, yes. So Rick Marion was my wheelchair doubles partner. He is a phenomenal athlete. He always uses a chair and I see pictures of him all the time out, you know, on a, like a four wheel wheelchair. So he can get out in the mountains with his buddies as they're doing some hiking. And he is just a phenomenal player on court. And then, so the two, him and I won a gold and then my husband and I earned silver and it was quite an experience, you know. People may assume that that a person in a wheelchair can't play. Oh, man, they sure can. It's amazing to see some of these wheelchair athletes. They are just amazing. All right. Well, that sounds like a, a crazy, amazing experience. And I really do appreciate your time tonight and, you know, kind of jumping on the podcast. I think everything that you're doing and kind of the, all the goals you have in pickleball, I, I think, are, are really just amazing. Thank you. I'm if, if, if for those that know me, my mantra is all in. I am all in for whatever I do. I don't kind of sort of do anything, whether it's pickleball, whether it's health, whether it was teaching science. That's my mantra, all in. Well, it's a great mantra. And once again, thank you so much for being on the Pickleball Fire podcast today. Thank you, Lynn. It was a it was an honor to talk with you tonight. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 